Hey, everybody, it is Latasha Martin, and this is episode eight of the podcast Power to Choose. Today, our topic is starting with why, starting with why. So I read a book, I can't even tell you how long ago it was, by Simon, I think his name is Sinek, it could be Sinek, I'm not really sure. The bottom line is if you Google him, and if you even type in, you know, getting to your why, you'll find him. And one of the quotes that he talks about in this book is there are only two ways to influence human behavior. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. And so when I think about the purpose of this podcast and spending time with my public private podcast audience, it's really to inspire you to understand that you have the power to choose the type of life that you want to have, the type of work you want to do, the type of people that you want to allow in your space, the types of conversations that you want to engage in, and just this whole life that you really do have the authority to choose things. And even though we can't always predict or like really manipulate what happens to us, we can always choose how we want to respond. And so lately, one of the things that I have been working really hard on is controlling my ability to share with everyone. And I want to tell you why. What is my why behind that? Well, there's some things that I've been really wanted to try. You know, if you've known me for a couple of years, I think it was like two years ago, I made this declaration that I wanted to have a business that was mobile and global. I believe that the reason I wanted my business to be mobile and global is for a few reasons. One, because my father, he died when I was nine years old. And that means he died when he was like 40, 41, 41 from lung cancer. He never smoked. He didn't drink. He wasn't even in, he didn't even work in a plant. He was a police officer. And so mortality in life, once I got close to the age of 40, my brain, even though I know that's young, it feels like you don't, I felt like inside, like I would battle with this, you know, every year that I make it beyond what my dad made, I'm like, I have this, this immense amount of gratitude because like I said, there's nothing different in our lives that that couldn't have been my destiny. And so now I just turned 48. It's like this whole extra, you know, this extra six years that my dad didn't get. And so when it came to my business and making this decision, yesterday we talked about your enough, but today when we talk about my why and maybe your why and why you need to like really capture, why do you do what you do? Well, my why is a couple of things. I wanted to make sure that there's a certain amount of income that I wanted because even though people say you shouldn't focus on money, and I don't think that money should be the primary motivator behind anything that we do, but you do need resources in order to do things, whether it's for yourself, but more importantly, to influence and to support and to help others. Because I just think that that's great. Like, you know, you're enough and then the overflow, you can just give it all away. That's my story. Doesn't have to be your story. But understanding my why was the one thing about having that. And so that was one of the reasons for this mobile and global initiative. And then the second reason was because my father died at such a young age, my mom became a single mother at 36 years old, 36, couldn't even imagine it with two children, a house to maintain that they had just bought together and working and just doing all that she can. And I really feel, and I felt like once my mother, like she, her job was not like it was the hardest job in the world, but mentally it was challenging because she dealt with a lot of things. 
quite frankly, a lot of things that we'll talk about even in the reality of the world right now. So if you think about um, equal pay, you know, equal pay is still not present. So if it's not present now, could you imagine if if women make 50 cents on every dollar and actually for African-American women, it's even less. So it's like we make uh, less than the 50 percent on every dollar. And so that, you know, equal pay day that happens in April, I think, for women where they celebrate it, that time frame actually is pushed out all the way to August uh, for African-American women on equal pay day. And so I thought about that. And then I thought about, yes, my mother was able to retire at a young age, but I feel like, you know, like she sacrificed so much for me and my brother. And so I appreciated that. And I do think that God restored her and he kept her healthy. So she retired young. My mom's still totally healthy. She's feisty. She's doing some great things. But for myself, I said, well, I don't have the kind of jobs that my mom had, you know, that she could, you know, she was committed to her job. She stayed there for over 30 years. I haven't, listen, I was happy when I finally got to the point where I wasn't leaving a job after a year, right? I've had two stints. The longest place I've ever stayed employed was two places. And they really only marked and touched on maybe the six, six and a half year mark. I think the second one, I might've just brushed at seven years, but still that was the longest time. And companies aren't like they were before where you're vested. And so for me, again, it was a certain life that I wanted to make. So that was one reason to be mobile and global. But then the other one reason why, my bigger why beyond the money was the why to be available to my kids so that I didn't have to feel like they had to stay where I am. Now, I don't know that parents do this intentionally, but, you know, I will meet other moms and I've met other parents of kids and they'll say, like, my life is my children and I want my children to stay right here so I can be next to them and close to them. And for me, I have a different philosophy. I'm like, live your life. I mean, like, for real, live your life, like live your life to whatever you want to do, that you have the capacity to do it legal, of course, Um, live your full life, because there's still so many people who live with regrets. And so if that means that you want to live in Australia for a while, or you want to live in Africa, or some European country, or some Asian country, or even if you just want to go over the border and go to Canada, I'm just saying, live your life. And I always wanted my kids to know that although I love them, I want them to live the fullness of that. And I ne- I don't have many friends that prescribe to the same philosophy that I have when it comes to releasing your children. And so then I said, okay, but I want to be the cool grandma, right? <laughs> so when they do get married or if they choose to get married, I didn't want to be tethered to a city. Like we'll have a home base, but I wanted to have this business that was mobile and global. And so my husband has a few years ahead of me. So I'm like, he doesn't have to work much longer. So I'm the person that could be wind up being the constraint. So my plan was, my why is when my youngest graduates from high school, I want to make sure that we have a completely mobile, let me just say hybrid. I used to think I was going to sell everything and live in hotels. Like for real, I really did. I was like either a motorhome. No, before the pandemic, it was definitely hotels and cruise ships. I'm just being honest. Now, because of the pandemic, I'm like, maybe we need to look at some motorhomes. Okay. So now we're looking at motorhomes, but the bottom line is we wanted to, I wanted to have the flexibility. My why is to make sure that I'm in a position that I can have a business anywhere all over the world and it can run. And as I'm getting even more and more understanding of what it looks like, I want automation in that so that I'm not working as many hours as I'm working right now to set up really strong systems and and processes and automation and having a team that I can do the things that only I need to do. 
Now, I don't know if this relates to you because maybe this sounds so hokey pie in the sky. You're like, this chick, what's wrong with her, really? And and when I tell people, I used to tell people all the time, like, I want to be mobile and global in three years. And people kind of like look at me crazy. They're like, well, what do you mean? And at the time, I mean, I really would tell them, I want to sell everything we have. And I really want to live in hotels because I had this whole thing. If you're not cooking, buying food, paying taxes, like I have figured it out all in my brain, it made sense. And so those are my whys. So then when opportunities come my way, I want you to hear why it's so important to know whys. When opportunities come my way, I have to measure it against my goals that are connected to my why and that also are understood with my, my enough factor those three pieces. And so I'm so thankful that this is a part of the plan. Again, I talked to you guys so many times about having this career transformational plan because we spend usually more time at work or doing work-like activities than any other activities that we do in our lives. Unless we're intentional or you work part-time or you're making you're making the decision if I stole from David Ramsey, is that his name? David Ramsey? Who knows? whatever the man's name name guy is, he says, you live like no one else so you can live like no one else. He's talking in context of debt. I'm talking about context of everything. You make decisions based on the priorities in your life, what you desire. And then you say to yourself, I want to live like nobody else right now so I can live like nobody else in the future. I can say I'm in the driver's seat. And again, Does that mean that it's a perfect plan? No, because there's definitely things that were out of my control that have happened along the way. But I'm able to bounce back quickly because I have been just transformed. And being in this pandemic has shown me even harder. I'm like, okay, God, like I had a three-year plan. You're like condensing it into six months. And I'm cool with that. Because what I realized is that when I made that statement a year and a half ago about wanting to be mobile and global, there were tools and technology and software I began to invest in so that I was ready. And I was okay with making those sacrifices because I understood my why. I understood my why. Your why is kind of like, you know, when you know that, you know, when I coach people and let's say I work with executives that made a lot of money. And, you know, they would say, oh, I hate this job and it's blah, 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 and it's blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that I will walk them through is, you know, if you changed your perspective about why you go to work and the lifestyle that you wanted to have for your kids. Now, obviously, I don't say it. I ask questions to pull these answers out of them. But bottom line, we get to don't feel bad about the choices that you made. It's all about quality and not quantity. If you didn't have this type of job that paid X amount of dollars, you would not have the ability to say to your significant other or your spouse, you don't have to go to work. I'm going to go to work and we can manage by agreement what that looks like. So that that's my why. I go to work so that I can have a certain level of lifestyle based on the things that we desire for our lives and for our family so that we can take fabulous trips that nobody else can take. Well, other people can take them too, but we can take these fabulous trips without the constraint of finances because I'm making this sacrifice every day to go to this job that might not be perfect. But you know what happens after time? You know what happens after time when you change your perspective on things? Now the job is not so bad. The job isn't so bad because you're no longer going there hating the work, but you're thinking about your why. 
And your why is, is that when you come home, you're not struggling and saying, oh, is the, are, is the utilities going to get cut off? Like, um, are we good with the current notes or do I have to hide it in the back parking lot so somebody doesn't take it? And although I'm joking, sometimes when people make decisions and don't fully understand their why, they sacrifice sacrificially do that all the time. I know. I did it. In 2002, when I walked away from this job paying me, I think at the time it was like $65,000. And that was a lot of money back then. And really, even though I worked a lot of hours, it was like in my mind, I had these stories on why I couldn't walk out at a certain time because I had something to prove to the old boy club that I worked with. I could have made some different choices, but I was my mind wasn't ready at that point. And so then my husband had to work all these hours because I didn't understand my why. Now, do I have any regret about leaving that job? No, actually, I reflect on it and say it's one of the most liberating things I did because within a few years, a few months after I left, they started doing all these layoffs and people were asking me, what did you know? I'm like, I didn't know anything. I knew that I didn't like it. And so I walked out the door. But I say that to you to encourage you the importance of spending some time and understanding your why. If you don't know what makes you excited when you wake up in the morning and you put your feet on the floor and you get excited in your moments of gratitude and it's hard for you to wrap your arms around it because you're so frustrated with your under your situation, I get it. I got it. I was there. But I'm so grateful right now that I really understand that no matter what is going on in my life, I intentionally have the power to choose something different. And so do you. And so do you. Play some games with your mind until your heart starts to believe it. Like just saying to yourself, you know what? If I work really hard and I get this bonus, maybe I need to be more articulate when I'm talking about my expectations in the workplace. Why? Because if I can stand up there, I'm doing it not for my own selfish gain. Now, obviously, there's a way to frame up that conversation. And we talk about that if you ever go through one of the programs with me. But there's a way to frame that conversation. But your reason that you have the courage your why on how you have the courage to have that conversation is it extends beyond the boardroom. You have the courage because you know that if you make and have that crucial conversation that you're terrified to have, that if they say yes, because no is the answer if you never ask, or even if you ask, there might be a no, but you got a 50% chance better if you stand in and have the conversation than you do if you never have the conversation and you play with the stories in your mind. But it's hard to do that when it's just about you. If you understand your why and why what you do every day is connected to something greater, it can encourage you to do and choose some stuff that you never thought was possible. And so again, today, I just want to help you understand, go read that book, Getting to Why by Simon Sinek or Sinek or however you say it, or even just Google his TED Talk. That could be enough. But I hope that you spend some time today, like I have, understanding your why, because I know that my why is what gets me up every day and encourages me to push on even when I'm exhausted, to do and be the best version of who I am. Because there's not just me, there are my children, there's my husband, there's my children, children that haven't even been born yet, that depend on the excellence and legacy that I live, understanding that I and you have the power to choose. Thank you for joining and listening today. We will be back tomorrow. And until that time, bye.